folks it is important that uh, every muslim read quran in his own mother tongue and uh, if you read quran couple of times you will see that uh, 90% of it is uh, mainly stories and about the events happened uh, in uh, uh, prophet muhammad's personal life uh, you don't see anything of any value uh in this book which you can call it at uh, at the most the book of ethics uh, but if you listen to amulla he will tell you that it is a complete code of life and there is everything in quran which is absolute lie uh in all the 800 pages of quran you will hardly find about 30 ayas which are spread all over the book and without uh, giving any uh, reference or any example these statements are taken by these crook mullahs and they try to create an economic system a social setup a human right agenda and the women uh, women uh, control and everything uh yeah if you follow quran that means that you are following the arab tribal time of 5000 years starting from hammurabi and abraham and all those uh, uh, personalities uh, the stories about uh, prophets which are mainly taken from uh, bible and torah they are all fake and the bible and torah expert have clearly accepted that these are just the stories and there is no proof that whatever quran says uh, actually ever happened uh, whether it be a flood of noah or whether it be uh, prophet yunus going in the stomach of uh, uh, a fish and be there for 40 days and all, all that thing then the story about that uh, a person named uh, 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 what was his name <coughs> uh, the story about uh, zulkarnain which uh, supposedly allah says was a good king and uh, he <coughs> went out to see where the sun goes down and he saw it going it in a dirty pond and then on the other side he saw the same thing and he asked allah that if if he should kill them or they should let them alone leave them alone and so on then uh, stories about uh, that the earth is flat uh, or that we have put uh, pillars to hold this uh, mountains are installed there so it will not tilt on one side and uh, things like that the astronomy derived from the quran uh, which you can anyone can see on the internet either uh, the followers of torah or bible uh, it all talks about a dome like shape which and the dome is supported by invisible pillars according to quran so these things are really uh, totally 
uh, man-made and uh, cannot be considered the work of Allah. If Allah really wanted to send a message, He will send a message of equality, not saying that Arabs are superior and among Arabs the uh, family of Prophet, which is Christ, is superior than anybody. And then we see a statement from uh, Prophet Muhammad that if there is there are two people alive, the caliphate will be in my family. And uh, all that uh, creations which was done by uh, uh, Arabs of that time. <coughs> and uh, the apparent purpose for this seems to be that uh, they wanted people to just be mesmerized um, by their actions, uh, put uh, everything under holy cover and uh, subjugate and exploit them. The two ayahs which uh, mainly the, the Arab uh, of early uh, time used and forced everybody uh, to accept them as a ruler one is the ayah in Surah Nisa, ayah 459, who says, O you who have believed, obey Allah, obey the Messenger and those in authority among you. Then Surah Maida 555, your guardian is Allah, his Messenger and those who maintain the prayers and give zakat and they bow down. Uh, Shias being smart used the second ayah to claim that the the person mentioned in Allah's uh, Surah Maida is actually Ali. And why not? I mean they were really being exploited big time by Arabs and they had to do something to uh, create their own religion and stop this thuggery. So anyway, uh, these two ayahs and the ayah which is uh, uh, <coughs> Surah Baqarah which uh, says fight them until there is no man there is no more fitna and worship is acknowledged to be for Allah but if they accept then there is to be no uh, regression so this ayah and the other two ayahs which establish the idea that the everybody must uh, obey the ruler and uh, when the ruler calls for a jihad uh, means war it should be considered as a war for Allah and uh, every able-bodied person has to come and be part of it. Anybody who does not his house was burned or he or she was expelled. I mean, there is no she, they were all he who were important at that time. So the early uh, Muslims, they use this ayah, these ayahs and similar to consolidate their power and subjugate and plunder their own neighbors and towns. For doing adultery, that was their main uh, objection and uh, meted the horrible punishments 
under the holy cover. And if you look into the history, you will see that over 95 attacks, mostly unprovoked, were made by the tribal leaders using Muhammad as a cover and approver in just a period of 10 years. That makes almost 9 fights every year and one every month. That killing is free. The modern mullahs now call it punishment from God. It's amazing. I mean, they just want to twist everything so that the people can be fooled. And this 10 years of mass killing enabled them to overpower everyone and occupy Arab Peninsula, Peninsula for in, in front, which was which was only having like 200,000 inhabitants. The modern uh, orthodox uh, and radical mullahs like Salafis, Wahhabis and recently emerging fanatic Sunnis, uh, they spread the ideology uh, what was practiced during the time of Muhammad and say if the followers uh, can still do it, we can still conquer the world again. They probably don't uh, tell people that uh, the policy of uh, total expulsion, expulsion and elimination of non-Muslims from Arab Peninsula was changed uh, by Abu Bakr and then later by Umar because uh, they knew that once they start fighting with the Byzantines or uh, Iranians, they, their population is so much that they cannot be expelled and they cannot be made slaves because there were no resources to even feed the slaves. So they changed the policy and the same policy was uh, perfected by Umayyads who took over after Ottoman and uh, the expansion of uh, Arab imperialism uh, continued and uh, they did uh, they did conquer lot and lot of areas and the Umayyads they uh, let they let the other faiths like Christians, Jews and others to live their life, only pay the jizya, which is the taxes, and take them as their ruler. Even the conversion to Islam was not uh, uh, that much supported because they knew that their main source of income uh, is the taxes from those non-Muslims. Back then, the Muslim ruler cannot take taxes from Muslims. So, to keep their uh, harems and their uh, lavish lifestyle, they just had to leave people as they are and then just make money for themselves. Uh, historically, we have seen that uh, many 
uh, non-Muslims who wanted to convert were not allowed and because uh, the uh, Arabs that of that time being totally racist did not even allow others to use Arab names. Uh, some people they tried to use uh, Arab tribal names just to uh, get some favors and that also was disallowed. So it can easily be figured out uh, that Quran was basically used <coughs> to establish and consolidate Arab imperialism. Just the rulers changed and everything else remained the same. No benefit or help for common person. Non-Arabs did not get any benefit at all from the Arab empires as Arabs claimed themselves to be superior and chosen one. These racist policies only helped Arabs to enjoy their life, build large harems, and because they were in very small numbers and less educated and administratively less experienced, literally every work was done by non-Arabs, uh, mainly uh, Iranians and uh, Syrians, uh, from labor to administration, even war, order came, orders came from the other non-Arab nations and the Arabs used a lot of Iranians, Syrians, Egyptians and Central Asians for their empire expansion. The Mullah will tell you that Quran says the ultimate victory will be yours. But that ultimate victory in reality never came and only established an Arab empire roughly 15% of the known world. Where Arabs created again, as I said earlier, <coughs> only large harems, big mosques and palaces and were only plundering and molesting other nations. If the holy book claim of ultimate victory means the rule of a nation, then this is no holy book. And in the same way, we saw one empire after another came using the same slogans, same three or four ayahs from Quran which established the ultimate control of the ruler and call for jihad which no one can refuse. We saw numerous hundreds and hundreds of Muslim empires emerged in Asia, Africa, Southeast and what not. And then the empires inside the empires came up because the people revolted and if we count the number there are almost like 500 plus and no empire liked another empire they hated each other and whenever they got the chance they overpowered them and killed the ruler no peaceful power transfer ever happened and as always, a small group under holy cover control and own everything.
when you read these three ayahs and then see how they were misused and uh, misinterpreted only for the purpose of establishing absolute monarchy or kingship, we see this happening even today. More than 500 empires and all of them had kings or caliphs or dictators or whatnot. And when the Arabs, because they were in small numbers, <coughs> this, the Islam spread in the other nations, particularly uh, Seljuks, Turks, Egyptians, uh, Syrians, Iranians, and then North Asian countries, we see that everybody used these ayahs and Quran to subjugate and control their people. This allowed them any human right. And a Sharia was created after almost 250 years of Prophet's death, which calls for total and absolute power to one man. And then one man, the Caliph, cannot be removed even if he is in coma. And his words are absolute. Everybody used it but no power share or human rights was allowed. The modern crooked mullahs and Islamists will interpret these three, four ayahs and wars as defensive and for protection only. The fact is they were always used to occupy others' land. This is the worst victimization of a holy book to establish personal empires, not one, not two, but hundreds of them. And all of them were arch enemies of each other. And none of these wars were on were defensive wars. As we can see throughout Muslim history, they always prepared to attack others, non-Muslim or Muslims alike. They attacked on the basis of religion, the sects, Shias attacking Sunnis, Fatimids attacking Sunnis and all that. There was no defensive war at all, none, zip, nada. They all victimized and lied to Quran and Allah to establish family empires. We have seen uh, many uh, Arab empires and non-Arab empires and the rulers claim and call himself Caliphate, Caliph. If you read the uh, Sharia law which they claim to be the supreme, you can see that it is the worst form of family empire. As we can see today, Khomeini, in who is neither Arab nor from the family of Ali, but an Indian immigrant, has forced his family to absolute power over Iran. And what happened? A modern, progressive and most powerful country of Middle East is nothing more than a beggar. Now, 
and its great people under constant torment and misery. This is what religion and mullah in control does to any any nation. And we have seen this in history that wherever the mullahs got control, everything went wrong. Even today, uh, Pakistan military journals purposely forced the culture of jihad to use poor men's kids so they can enjoy their life. They use them to exploit their own nation, destroy democracy and create troubles in other parts of the world. You can see the gang of Pakistani mullahs roaming around the civilized world, creating these senseless jihadis who only bring shame to their country and their religion. Uh, this uh, weakness of Muslims uh, uh, and their ideology uh, was the reason that when we saw uh, nation-states emerging in Europe where everybody was considered equal and with equal rights irrespective of faith, color and ethnicity and a civilized society emerged and when these countries come out for expeditions or for expansion all these Muslim countries and societies or the caliphs they crumbled like a sand dune of sand and the world saw a culture of human rights a democratic way of life and an independent judiciary and what not the Muslims even were behind in accepting that ideology and a lot of them were stuck to monarchship and power under holy cover and they considered mullah, mullahs and their cohorts as a good people. They did not realize that all these kings and rulers and mullahs are actually abusing Quran and disallowing its message of equality and justice, if any. lot of these uh, Muslim countries are still having Quran as their constitution and they claim that it is the best which is nothing but a total lie because constitution and holy books are two different things. Constitution cannot be misused by few like holy books. Quran is being misused by every mullah. You won't find any two mullah interpreting the Quran in the same way. They always fight and cuss each other and ask their followers not to pray behind them. The Quran-based system can only create uh, a racist, homophobic, anti-woman and anti-minority society which can never progress. And this can be seen in every Muslim country that if you exploit your woman, if you exploit your minorities, if you disrespect other people, even even in your faith of a different sect or color or creed, 
you will have a constant trouble in the country and never see a day of peace so we can uh, finally say that uh, the using quran to establish empires or the idea of jihad is nothing but a very dangerous aspect of human life and ironically only the poor people's kids are used to wage war in the name of jihad the kids of the mullahs and the powerful they get higher education they get foreign nationalities and they safeguard their future but the poor people of any country particularly pakistan they are used to be fodder of this stupidity and which is only giving bad name to the country it is time we eliminate this jihad mentality because the jihad was only used to establish arab empire no good ever came from it and the muslims who mullah says are told will have the ultimate uh, success are only 20% the 80% are still christians and other non muslims so the claim of quran is totally misinterpreted and it's time we get rid of this and only follow the people and the ideology and the personality pakistanis in particular don't need anybody any arab except qaidism which has who has the most successful life and created the largest muslim country in the world without the help of allah or mullah or edi who single handedly supported and raised thousands and thousands of kids no arab prophet has ever done that edi did not created harams did not marry 23 times did not had 3000 concubines like other prophets had and all that so let's face the truth and be realistic god bless